1: Uh, you, the only aspect of it that you're right about, Evan, in regards to uh, this radio station is I can't wait till Monday to talk about it with everybody. <laughs> I know. That's the one thing, man. Yeah, the uh, game's going to be Saturday night. And then we got about 32 hours before we come on the radio and talk about it. Unless, unless... you want to do a podcast with me no. Saturday night? No. No. Drunk Uh-oh. Craig and hyped up, Evan? Maybe. Yeah? No. No. Because oh, it would have to be under the Rico Bronya. Uh, Banner. No, it wouldn't. And, we could put uh, it on the Carton and Roberts banner. Do we have a Carton and Roberts uh We have a Carton and Roberts banner? podcast. It's obviously the stuff we do on the air. Well, don't but you want could... people to wait to hear what we have to say about it until Monday? That's what I go back and forth about. Yeah. Or is that fresh opinion fresh. at Saturday night opinion? Yeah, but it's not going to be a sober opinion. Yeah, that's what's great about it. Yeah, but I don't need that. Yeah, because I might be really, really you not know what's, sober. You know what's crazy, though? First of all, that's fantastic. Second of all, by the time we get to Monday at two o'clock, if they win the game, it turns into all about the championship game. Like, because you're already a day and a half removed. Yeah, there's from some truth winning. to that. I still think you still want to go over like the key plays of the game, especially key plays of the game. Especially, you know, if the game was decided on. Oh my god! Right,
2: right, right, right. Like
1: if it's a twenty-four ten game, it's like. Eh. No, great, but... Uh, that was the one negative when I heard it was a Saturday night. It was purely selfish. The fact that we're all not getting on the air until well yeah. after the game. Yeah, well, and that's... And uh, yeah, listen, uh, people uh, have waited for us for a long time. So, uh, waiting for you and I to, to officially comment as the... Let's be honest, at this radio station, you know, the voices of record. Uh, they will <laughs> wait till uh, to 2 o'clock to hear what the only show to predict the Giants uh, winning uh, has to say. Uh, and that's the reality of the situation. So there you go. You just don't want to do a podcast while uh, drunk. I've no interest in, well, I mean at some point in my life perhaps, but not oh not after a giant game. All right. You know. Cause I, I don't know where I'm gonna be. You hey know, Big motion. Mac, you wanna do one with me? Big Mac uh, went to the bathroom. Oh he did he? Oh, you it. eat nine pretzels, you gotta go to the bathroom at some point. Actually to his credit, he uh keeps popping the hot dogs out of the pretzel because he's not eating uh carbs. <laughs> is that what he's doing? And I don't want to be a bad guy, but it ain't working. Um, it's never working. That is not nice. Well, you keep eating the hot dogs, kid, and I'll keep eating the carbs. I give you this factoid, and you could use this at your, at your party Saturday night for all you yeah. Giant fans. Yeah. If the Giants win this game, history is on your side. They have never lost a conference championship game okay. in their history. They've never lost against a number one seed Well, in that's, that's not true, though. Did you find one where they did? Yeah, I started remembering one. They lost to the 85 Bears in the playoffs. That was a number one. See, they were 15-1. and one. That's not modern-day football, though. Excuse me? I, I'm talking the modern era. The 85 Bears yeah. is not modern-day football. I mean, there's nobody even alive who was born in 85. I was is alive there? in 85. You were having drinks at a bar in 85. How old was I in 85? No, I was 16. Yeah, I might have. Was I was that year I was. I'll never forget it, by the way. Yeah. I was at uh, Gary's on North Avenue drinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gary's, you could be nine and you could drink there. They also lost in 84 to the Niners, who were 15 and one in the number one seed. So they've lost to the number so one seed multiple what times. The Tucker, Outfit put out that, that the New York Giants have never lost. No. They no. uh, were 6 and 0 oh against the number one seed. Here's what they're saying. In their last six games against number one oh, seeds, the they won the last is, six, but they're not. Since losing to the 85 Bears. They haven't
2: lost to a okay, one seed, so. and there's a
1: lot of examples of it. Which, by the way, so it's crazy. an complete stat. Yeah, you can't say in their entire history they haven't, but in terms of recency, with a few of them that stand out at you. I mean, yeah. obviously the Patriots, but then even in 2011, the Green Bay Packers were 15 and one that year, and they beat them, and they went to Lambeau and yeah, beat them. Yeah, that's why you can't listen to anybody. You know, it, and uh, you know, prediction this, prediction that. It, just, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter what re- everybody predicts. But you repeated it on the air. What did I repeat? That the Giants had never lost a game. I said, please to fact them. check me on this. And it took you three hours to do it. Well, because I forgot about it. So, well, as to the audience, so I for bringing it back up. You brought it up. Who brought it up? You did. And at what point do we consider the 1980s as not modern era football? Oh, come can on. We go, can we have that conversation at some point? Yeah. By the way, uh, like, can we, we do like pre two thousand, post two thousand? When we consider the eighties, not modern day football, I got yeah. bad news for you. What is it? You'll be dead. No. Yes. I'm such a young, spry guy, dude. You grew up in the eighties. Now you want it to be like fake football? I mean, I grew up in the seventies. <laughs> Thank you. To be fair, I mean, I, I, I can call a spade a spade. <laughs> I uh, the nineteen seventies. Uh, I've been alive in 60, 70, 80, 90. Then what do you call the single digits of the 2000s? the, the, The 2000s. The two thousands. And then you got the teens. Then you got the two thousand teens. And now we got the twenties. And now I've been alive in eight different decades. Wow. And I haven't aged a bit. And that's not what the people like, on Twitter it's say. Fascinating. Getting a lot of comments. About, I still appear to be a twenty-five-year-old rock star yeah, so who just lost his hair in a terrible accident. That's not true. I'm getting a lot of tweets lately. I didn't want to bring it up. I felt yeah. bad about your fake spray tan. A Lot of comments. Fake there's nothing first off, it's not a fake spray tan. So, you got that wrong. I'm just telling you what the audience is telling me. It's a fake lotion tan. A lotion tan? Yes, I don't exactly. get sprayed. They put a couple drops of the fake tanning lotion or tanning thing in the skin lotion. <laughs> then they apply the lotion with a brush to my face and dome. So, it is fake. But it ain't a spray tan. I got you. So let's try to be accurate yeah, on this show, okay, enough, Evan? Fair enough. Good to know. All right. Good to know indeed. And if you want some, I got you covered. I'm not interested. If you fake tanned, would your freckles come out more or would I, it have no impact? I would never want to find out. I am not interested in fake tan. You should be. I'm not interested in fake hair. I'm just interested in being me. Love me, hate me, think I'm ugly. I don't care. I'm good. No one said you were ugly, by the way. That's a uh, self-worth issue. You don't think I've ever gotten tweets from people saying you're ugly? I don't think you're ugly at all. Thank you, Craig. Maybe on the inside. But what I see is not ugly at all. That's even worse. (laughs) Here's Kevin in Oyster Bay. Kevin, what's going on with you today, Cookie?
2: Everybody's making it big but me. Gary's, Tammany Hall. That's my guy. yeah, that's it, kid. I was up there, too. We probably bumped into each other. Yeah, the best bars. part of Gary
1: is that you can vouch. I, like, I'm obviously exaggerating a bit, but it didn't matter how old you were. They served you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I remember going there. Listen, I went there for the women, have a few drinks. This guy used to go... When these guys would come in, he would say, oh, Monday, I'm going to be ordering $4,000 worth of furniture and stuff. There was some of the best brawls, too. Yes, and
1: I'll, I'll never forget a night. I was uh, in high school. We were all there you know, in the summertime, and the place got raided, which happened, no joke, like every night, right? And we're sitting at the bar. Guy comes over, flashlight, show me your ID. Now, you could be in there, of course, but you can't be served. This is back in the 80s. And he goes... Uh, what have you been drinking tonight? And I looked at the guy and I go, these sons of bitches won't serve me. And when they left after the raid, I was told that my money would not be good there for another six months. woo
2: Wow, That's the way to to do it. Man, they should have you on their their shoulders going, he's a jolly good fellow. Yeah, pretty much. Now, Evan, at what point when you're in Gillette Stadium do you break into the hot dog stand when you're there? And you can't compare the Patriot fans to the Psycho Philly fans. True. The Psycho Philly fans demolished Sid Rosenberg's car. I've heard they that. They demolished yes, it. I've heard now, I'm going there. I'm going there Saturday. We're oh, going you up. are?
1: Look at yeah, you. Yeah, we're going
2: there. But listen, listen, there's one thing you got to know. If you're 19 years old and you're there with 40, 50 dudes, that's different. Right. I'm going there with three other guys who are adults. I'm going there. You ready for this, folks? I'm not kidding you. I'm wearing a Mike Schmidt jersey. I'm not, I'm not going to put on an Eagle jersey. <laughs> wow! I'm uh, putting on a Mike Schmidt I mean, jersey. come on,
1: that is weird no. as
2: hell. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. All right. What do you do if you if you're you're not putting on Eagle stuff? That's for sure. I didn't so, well, don't put on Philly
1: stuff. I like, I like the Mike Schmidt move. That's no, a class man. move. I love it. Really, that's a pro right there. Here's
2: the other there. one. Here's the other one. My other friend, he's, he picture Greg Luzinski. He's going to be wearing number nineteen Philly shirt. For Luzinski. The Luzinski with and the two other guys are going to oh, probably my. have on like green jackets. But listen, what are you going to do? You're going to stand Kevin, there. Kevin, that and- is
1: sad and pathetic. Kevin's beyond, listen, Kevin has lived a life. He knows better. You're He's not looking to fight. To he Philly wants to enjoy the game. And you're bending the knee. You should be
3: ashamed no, of but yourself. Here's the deal.
1: Here's what you should understand. Mike Schmidt, Hall of Fame third baseman. Not beloved in Philadelphia. That's not the point. You're putting a Philly jersey on. So, but you're putting a jersey on of a guy that keeps you out of harm's way. And it's kind of like saying, screw you, Philly. I like it.
2: Right. And Luzinski's the only one to hit the Liberty Bell in in, in Veteran Stadium. He cracked it. I don't know when it was. It was probably before we were born or something. But right. he smacked it. And listen, guys, you know, I was listening to the fans Sunday morning. I don't know who the rascal, Rascona, was going nuts, this guy. And they were screaming about parking tickets and getting <laughs> their cars. And he was revving up the giant fans. That was like Animal House, the sports version of Animal House. Yeah, but
1: Kevin, remember, how old are you now? I'm about your age there, my man.
2: Yeah, so you know how it goes, right? Yeah, Listen. You got to get revved up for these games. Evan is in. But what I'm game. saying
1: is, like, you know, here's the thing. I got kids. I, I have a 22 year old now. I got a 20 year old. I got an 18 year old. I got a little guy. But w- they do the same dumb crap we did,
2: right? No, no they will not. They, they, they'll do their thing. Their generation. Every generation has their own thing. Now, listen. I'm going to be at the game. You, you know, I'm, I'm. I'm just telling you, folks. The Phillies score. We're not going to stay there and just mumble like, "Hey, those, you know, why?" We're gonna, we're gonna throw our arms up in the air. We're not going to make it look like we're, we're giant fans because then you know hell is going to break. Oh, this is pathetic. But I make a promise to you guys. Go if, if I could talk to the guy, you know, the groundskeeper, and if I can bring because our generation would leave with the goalposts. If I could somehow bring the goalposts to the to the studio Monday afternoon. Yeah. What would happen? We uh we would welcome you with
1: open arms and congratulate you on on a great get.
2: All right. And Joe Beniga, listen, last week I called one of those uh Boston stations right. and the guy goes, "All right, we're going to oyster bay." And he so he knows it's New York and the first thing out of the host's mouth was I hate Joe Beningo, And I said to what? him, listen,
4: yeah,
2: it was the first thing out of his mouth. And I said, listen, you must be a Patriot fan, right? That's the same thing the Bills fans say, the Dolphins fans say. They all say look that. At that. Well, Kev, look, you have a great time there. Stay safe.
1: That's pathetic. And uh, I can't wait to hear the story that on is, Monday. That is sad and pathetic. I like I like Schmidt play. I hope that when I'm your age and our last caller's age, which means old and, you know, basically a senior citizen, I will not stoop to the pathetic levels. Of making believe I root for them by wearing their jerseys. That's the saddest and most pathetic thing I've ever heard. And what bothers me is you saying, great idea, that's a great idea. Great idea. Great idea. Sell your soul. Yeah, it's a great idea. Sell your bleeping soul, man. Come on. Oh, that's a great idea. Go there as a giant fan undercover. That's right. Undercover. That is bolus. Like, what are we talking about? I love it. I love it. Yeah, so it's like Little Red Riding Hood. You got sneak in, and then he said he's going to pretend when the Eagles score that he's excited. I mean, what? By the way, he'll probably do the wave. They love the (laughs) wave in Philadelphia. God, they love that wave. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, do we know who's doing the national anthem yet for uh, the game? No. Has that been announced? No. And I think because now we're in the divisional round. Dude, I think they show it now on TV, don't they? Do they? Or do they wait for the conference championship games for that? And hey, you guys have any idea? No. No. Do you have computers in front of you? I'm looking no? it up. I mean, I'm looking yeah. it up, man. National Anthem, Philly, Giants. Uh, two, two, Who is singing the National Anthem at the college football champion? I, I wonder if that. it's my old buddy, uh, Timmy, little Timmy, who's probably not that little anymore. Who's little Timmy? Little Timmy was uh, a young boy, uh, Tim Kelly who was born with uh, significant uh, physical ailments uh, and blind. Right. And um, is a great singer. And uh, has great family from uh, northeast Philly. And he kind of became like a good luck charm for the Eagles when they, uh, for the Super Bowl. I want to say in Jacksonville. Yeah, that's the one they lost to the Patriots. Yeah, so I think he sang... And uh, in Philly before every Eagle win in the playoffs. Oh, wow. And he became kind of like a local uh, hero and celebrity. But he's this great kid who uh, overcame all these crazy, you know, health uh, situations uh, and has a really cool family, but... Yo, he was their guy, so I wonder if they're going back to Tim Kelly for that. Yeah, I looked for it on the internet. No one knows. Nobody knows who's doing the anthem. No one knows and no one cares. No, what do you mean no one cares? You really care about huh? the national anthem before the divisional you playoff game? damn right game? I do. I guarantee sir, by the time we get to Monday at 2 o'clock if I ask you who sang the national anthem, you'll have no recollection of it. In fact, watch this. Yeah. Hey Craig, who sang the national anthem before the giant Viking game last week? Matter of fact, I happened to the answer that. Her name was Lorraine. Uh, uh Johnson. <laughs> and she was awesome. Sure. Yeah, she was fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got you. Do you know who sang it before any of the other games? No. Okay. Well, You know what I do remember? The guy who did the the, the Jacksonville Jaguar game, and I can't remember if it was the Titan game or it was the Charger game, who looked like a real Florida man. And did, like, this cool Jimi Hendrix-type yeah, version. that doesn't do it for me. No, no. I'm not saying I did it for you. I'm saying I remember it. You're asking me, do I oh, remember we did the anthem? Oh, okay. Yeah, remember that? No. Did you watch the game? Which game are we talking about? I can't remember if it was the Jaguar-Charger game this past Saturday. I watched Saturday, all the games, but I don't remember the anthem being played. it was the Charger-Titan game from Week 18. I honestly don't remember. I, I don't remember the anthem for any of the games other than Loretta Johnson, of course, and the Giant Vikings. If game. you don't remember the Florida man doing the anthem, yeah, I then don't. you don't remember the anthem. It's don't, don't well, I'm saying, I said I don't remember the anthem from any my, other game. Then that's my point of not But caring. I do remember it from the Giant game, because I love the anthem. And just because I may not have seen the anthem for a random uh, wild card game, you know, I got a lot going on. I'm trying to watch a lot of things at once. All what right? else are you trying to watch during all NFL games, playoff game? I only have a 32-inch TV, you know, because somebody didn't come through with the promise. <laughs> Left me hanging. By the way, I'm trying to fact-check him. on like, the answer for the, the he... giant Mikey he... game, and I can't find it. Listen, I, I like Mike Valenti a lot. He's a big star in Detroit. Right. How do you get Mike Valenti a holiday gift and not me one? Because I guess he appreciates working with Mike more than he does yeah, with you. We, like, did I, with we you. spent 10 years together, yeah, and you've been with him for four months. Maybe he likes her I think, him more. I think it's a recency bias. Or he likes him more. Yeah, no, I think it's, he's working with him now, thus he gets a gift now. If you're not working with him, you don't get a gift. Like he's got a list and he probably goes through, oh, not actively working with, cross him did off the list. Did you get him a, li- a gift? Well, I was waiting to see if he was going to get me a gift. Did you get Sid Rosenberg a list? Uh, a gift? gift? Yes, I did. Did you? I sure did. I mean, he used to be your partner 20 years ago. Yes, did you get has. him something? Yes, I did. What'd you get him? What happened? What'd you get him? I wrote the forward for his book. That was years ago. No, i no, are talking just came about this book. year. Yeah, the book just came out. That doesn't count as a gift for this year. Sure it does. What are you talking about? I did it this year. You barely got me a gift. Excuse me, I got you pretzels. Yeah, after I sent you something. Oh, I didn't it like is? it. So you're well, like, oh, I you send something you gave, And I've told you this. I feel bad because I, I know, know. You didn't like the cookies. Well, you Wah. gave me, and you know full well, you probably went and checked the list uh, that came. If not, I took a picture of it. I'll send it to you. Of the Fugazi cookie sample you sent me. <laughs> You know, you didn't send me a single chocolate chip cookie. Is that true? You gave me a whole k- box of cookies. There wasn't one chocolate chip cookie in the box. By the way, you were wrong. Jordan Smith yes. sang the National Atlanta before Giants-Vikings. No, that was uh, the regular season game. Nope. Nope. Yep. Nope. That was the regular season. No, was it wasn't. Giant-Vikings The Viking regular game. season was somebody else. Yeah, Loretta Johnson sang it in the playoff game. No. Two different people. No, I already looked up the regular And I don't believe game. they're related. Two different people. Yep. Just so you know, just to keep it real, keep got it Got that wrong. Want to keep it a hundo. That's what we want to do. You got it wrong, sorry. You, you know, me. I find it interesting when all these shows bring on former Giants who have nothing at all to do with uh, the game on Saturday. You know it's better? To bring on a former Jet. <laughs> it's Joe Namath. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. And I was told Namath wasn't doing any more <laughs> interviews until uh, next year. Oh, we're already in next year. Duh. It is next year. Oh, sh I messed that one and up. And Joe Namath was badass because he sits there and is like, you know what? If Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets, take my number. Who's worn uh, number 12 since Joe Namath? He retired. It's retired for him. It was retired like in 85. Uh, he didn't stop playing in 84. Oh, so you think they gave the number out? Do you, think, between... do you think any other jet has worn number 12? <laughs> I'm gonna say in between the retirement and Joe Joe wearing it. I'm gonna say no. That'd Mm -hmm. be my guess. I'd have a tough time believing that in between. Do you know that that boomer trying to get number 12? No, he didn't. Demanded it. No, he didn't. And instead they said, look, we can't give you 12, but if you want to steal Kenny (laughs) O'Brien's, then we'll give you that one. (laughs) And he was like, all right, fine. I'll go with Kenny (laughs) O'Brien. That's funny. (laughs) Uh, Do we need to take a break or no? We're good. Keep going. Break, go, break, go. Break. All right, quick break. More of your calls. The guys have picks coming up in about. 35 minutes. So I know you're very excited about that. As I think Big Mac's got the postseason lead, or is it Tommy? Oh, no, it's me. It is you,
5: right? Yes, I had the best record in week one. Or, you know, was it three and one or card. two
1: and oh? Where are you at?
5: I think I went uh, I three, one and one, right? No, no, uh, four, one and one. Four, one you and one. You guys made six picks. I'm sorry, four and weekend? two. Four and two. Six picks, all games. Oh, you picked every single
1: game? Yeah. You do not have to do that. You guys know that. No, if no, we do, picked do. every uh, single game plus a prop, so oh, it was right, actually right. seven picks. Seven, so he's he has doesn't no even idea. know his yeah, I'm not uh, sure the right. I know her- it's...
5: I know going in I had the lead and Tommy and I and Tommy didn't have a good day. No, so. I know how you
6: did. Evan right, had a really, really had bad confused. weekend, so he forced us into props on Monday night. No, oh. we did we
1: did props all year on
6: Monday night. Pull that
5: trunk That's true,
1: yeah. but you yeah. okay. know, Okay. Fair enough. Uh Big Mac and Lugie both have the same record of five and two through week one. Solid start. Good job, boys. I was a very mediocre three and four. Oh, you're well in it though. I'm in it. I mean but you know, if you have a bad weekend this weekend, then you may win that again. Done. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh right, well, hope it stays close and again bet with your head.
0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If your
5: day sounds like...
0: We need to report ASAP.
5: You deserve Medella If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, too too more,
6: too more. More, too more.
5: you deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
2: Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com.
1: That's how I feel about that.
5: They should just call it quits.
1: Well, I mean, he's so young guy. You can't just call him quits. He's making I mean, music. Yeah. I mean, his Queen, daughter sings
5: now, obviously too. Queen's on tour with Adam Lambert, right? Yeah. Instead he does of does Freddie a good Mercury, job, too.
1: he does a good job. There's nothing like. Have you? Are you a Queen guy, Ev? Am I a Queen guy? Yeah. No. Like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, I know of them, but not really. No. 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 Boy, I can tell you that Queen's vo- awesome. Queen is awesome. Sure. And if you ever watched the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, which I highly recommend you watch. And I didn't know this until like the ninth time I saw it. I thought the actor was actually doing a lot of the singing in the movie. And it's all raw tracks of Freddie Mercury. And it's awesome. I never really thought and realized just how amazing his voice was. And I love that movie. I've seen the movie nine times. Can't get enough of it. You want me to tell you my favorite Queen song? Um. And yeah, God, I, I know pray what it is. this is a Queen song or else I'm going yeah. to make an ass out myself. No, no, it is, song. and I know exactly what you're going to say. I want to ride my bicycle. I
5: want to ride my I did not think that was going to be your choice. I want to
1: ride my bicycle. I think we bicycle. all know what he was thinking. I want to ride my bike. I thought you were going FBG. There was no doubt in my mind. You didn't think <laughs> I was going to say this one? No, did you think he was going FBG?
5: No, I thought he was going uh, uh We Are the Champions.
1: No, oh, that's too like Yeah, God, that's, cliche. Oh, but that's that's Evan. Yeah, probably. wait, wait a second. I want to ride my bicycle is not Evan. That's true. <laughs> uh, I guess
5: that's true. But <laughs> I, it's, I thought it's,
1: that it's, was obvious. It's you know not one of stands more. Like, I, mean, no. I
5: guess it's kind of a popular song. Say that one more time. Do
1: you know what FBG stands for? FBG. Yeah,
5: it's not Ruth Bader Ginsburg. FBG, F
1: yeah. is not R. Yeah, I'll give you how about I'll, I'll spot you the first word. Yeah, go ahead. Fat. Oh. Fat bottom girls make the tower go round. I think I got it right, right? Close.
5: Yeah. I know the song, yeah. I guess it was close. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Very close. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is very close. to her. <laughs> Fat bottom girls. Uh, I mean, that's a, I, That's what I was thinking. You thought that was the song I was coming up with? Yeah, I thought maybe you'd come up with Fat Bottom Girls. Sure. It's a good song. Here's uh, who sang it. Queen. Are you sure? I hope so. <laughs> Here's uh, G- Jimmy in Staten Island. Jimmy, what's hey guys,
3: going on? What's happening, fellas? Listen, I think that uh, Lazinski and Schmidt did a great idea. I was down at the vet in 1990, the Giants were 10-0 going into that game. And when I tell you, I've never been felt more abused in my life going to going into Philly. you yeah. Yeah, had guys like three rows behind me. Every time Philly did something well, he'd jump out in front of me. He'd be grabbing his junk and telling me what he was going to do to me in a parking lot with me and my mother. (laughs) It it was horrible. It was horrible. (laughs) I got, like I it's, one, it's a one
1: thing to threaten you, but to bring your mother into it, just a little bunch.
3: I was with my buddy Mickey May when I tell you this guy's five foot five Italian guy from Staten Island would fight with anybody any day of the week. Right? He was like, "Dude, we got to get out of here. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get ourselves killed." I got to a point where I said, "Dude, I'm gonna crack this guy in the face and we're gonna run up the whole lot." <laughs> he goes like this, to me. he goes, "Bro, we'll never make it." <laughs> we'll never make it. It's like we were on, like, row three in that crappy end zone set. Uh, but, you know, the best set. part of that is that,
1: he, obviously, you got out unscathed and you lived to oh tell my. the
3: story. Can I, can I give you one last thing? Yeah. So we, we actually came. We didn't wear uh, – that was genius, I think, them wearing silly stuff. That's great. We just wore regular blue, blue right. uh, hoodies. We get out into the parking lot. Craig, you'll know this. We're close in age. I had an 87 GT Mustang, triple yep. white. When I tell you I got in the parking lot, I had, a, like, a gallon of nacho cheese on top of my car. <laughs> Not believe my windows weren't broken, my tires weren't cut. When right. I tell you right now, I sold the car 10 years later, and there was still nacho cheese in <laughs> the <it.
1: laughs> uh, These are the stories, Devin, that make it out. Uh, Good job, Jimmy. Appreciate I, it, buddy. I, I respect all of it. I can't get past that there are New Yorkers yeah. openly saying, Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. Just put a Philly jersey because on. Because it's based on Just life experience. Just put an Eagle jersey on. Here, here's the problem. No, I think that's worse. Then don't go with that point. Well, I think, like, if you're going to sell your soul out enough quick. Remember, you said, what about the experience of being there when your team wins I, a big you game? You can't do it with an Eagle jersey yeah, on. Yeah, you can still enjoy it. Oh, come on. I would say this. Here's the one issue. And this is not a knock on you. It's actually a compliment. Is it? Those of us who got in scraps as kids. And I'm not, no no tough guy, I've never claimed to be a tough guy, but I got my scraps, whatever it is, uh, who have stories like what Jimmy just called about the guy who's going to put on the Mike Schmidt jersey. Right. Uh, It's almost like we wear those stories like in a weird way, a badge of honor. I respect that, but here's the thing I guess you don't understand or you don't want to understand. I've been there. I've gone to playoff games in Boston. Yes. I've gone to road stadiums. Like, I'm not talking out of turn as if I've never done any of this before. Now, look, the one thing I admit, and I do admit this, is I haven't been to the link for a playoff football game. I own that. But but I've been in Gillette. I've been mentally abused by Patriot fans. So I'm not just saying this as a theory. Here's the good news. I've done it. You didn't go through that period in your life. And this is a compliment. Please take it as such. Between, like, 17 and 24, where if a guy blinked in the wrong manner towards you, you were ready to fight. You're right. And you would have fought, no big deal. You'll take your lumps and you'll give some. I own that. And all the guys calling in, again, this is not a knock on you, it's a compliment, that you didn't have that aspect of life I agree but I'm also saying that this idea of going into an opposing stadium like it's a freaking war zone to the point where you have to put the jersey on of the other team is sad because, but it's and because, as someone who's done it and lived to yeah. talk about it I think that's pathetic and it bothers me as a New but Yorker it's because we've experienced What have you experienced the the flying knuckles what road stadium okay. have you been in? This is something that happens from Name time, me to time. What road right. stadium have you been in? I've been to, listen, I what? lived and worked in Philly for five years. What? You think that people just were nice? Yes. I lived you and were worked a, in Cleveland. You were a, I lived and worked in Buffalo. Yes, but you worked I there. I traveled as a child. You were a part of that city. You were a part of that fabric. You didn't walk into the vet with a freaking Doc Gooden jersey on. Well, when I went you to Cleveland, I was smart. I bought season tickets in the dog pound and pretend that i was a browns fan that's my point i didn't want to get my ass kicked exactly i had nobody there to back so me your up. life experience you may you certainly have it on me in terms of fighting but in terms of going into a visitor's ballpark what the hell's your life experience the, pretending you're a member of the dog pound yeah, the issue i did Pathetic. that i did that true story the issue is that i know what it's like to be with a group of guys who don't care meaning oh we're getting in a fight all right Let's look at it. I respect that, but you I got and now as an adult with kids, I obviously but you would avoid don't. that like to play. So if I'm that guy and I've lived that life and I've gotten in scraps and brawls and this and that, and now I'm fifty years old, but I want the moment you've described. Yes. I want to be in the stadium yes. when my team wins on the road. Yes. But I also am not interested at fifty years old in getting in a stupid fight with some stupid kid. I might put the Mike Schmidters in. That's and, of course, pathetic. for me, a guy that played for the Phillies all those years ago, <laughs> yes. I can't even put my own jersey on because it's got my name on the back. That's true. They would right. recognize you. i got to put a Scott roll They'd say, that's Dave Hollins' backup. <laughs> right. And he sucked. And then I'm fighting. Let's go beat his ass. <laughs> He's the reason Hollins is getting in the whole thing. <laughs> Whatever it is. Here's uh, Sam in Parsimony. Sam, what's up? Hey, craggy Hey, you. Evan. What's up?
7: Oh, my God. I can't, I can't believe um, I'm talking to you guys. craggy I'm a big fan. I've been listening to you since I was in high school. Nice. But like, I got my first card. And I remember two days when you, the day that um you you went away, I remember it was a gut punch. And the day it was announced that you were coming back, I was like Ric Flair. I was, I wooed so loud. Woo! People
3: all over <laughs> Woo! People all over
7: players can hear me um that's very kind of you thank you thank you thank you um uh i'm pumped it's my 26th birthday on monday i'm going to the game on saturday tomorrow um we were actually planning my girlfriend's a little upset because we were actually planning on uh we're going to the Poconos to snowboard. I'm actually on my way up right now. Right, and then um, and then we're leaving. I'm leaving around three to go down uh, to the game. Yeah, I'm going. It's it's what, me uh, What's and, the uh, yeah,
1: what's the girlfriend doing? She's staying in the Poconos.
7: Yeah, she's staying with a, a bunch <laughs> uh, of our, our other friends. Nice. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, what, listen, uh, be uh, be careful when snowboarding you- there because there's a lot of ice and you're going to catch. Don't catch a bad edge and hit that head back of your head. Right? When you go to the Giant game, yeah. what Eagle jersey are you wearing? Since that's the new thing people should do when <laughs> You're they go. a bad guy. Uh, yeah.
7: No, no I, I can never do that. Of course that. not. I'm not going to go in. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go in there and be brash. But like, I'm going to wear just probably a regular coat like that. That yeah. lady that called in on. But also listen. Ago.
1: First off, happy birthday, and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. um, Which is going to be a great experience, and your girlfriend will get over it, and she's all good, I'm sure. She's got her crew uh, hanging out regardless. Uh, It's a difference when you're 26 versus 50. I I agree. There's a major difference. He's going down there. He's going to enjoy himself. He's not afraid. afraid I respect that. Uh, Have a great trip. It's not a bad drive, and enjoy, but be careful with the ice and the poggers. There's been no snow. So it's all man-made snow, dude. This is the and longest I s- stretch I think we've had without a real snow. We're okay in the middle of January. I'm good with it. It's not okay, uh, to because I'm a guy. If it snows, it better blizzard. No, I I'm agree not that. one of these two-inch, three-inch guys. I agree. It's got to be seven inches. Oh, I should stop. What's that? We need a lot of snow. No, you feel That's free to point. give us the amount that you that makes you happy. Like when it comes to inches of snow, Evan, how many do you like? See, I stopped myself. (laughs) I could see it coming, and I quickly (laughs) pivoted to, "I just want a lot of snow." Yeah, it sounded to me like you said, and just correct me if I'm wrong. That when it comes down, (laughs) (laughs) look, the cutoff of a real snowstorm, go ahead, is seven inches. That's what you like. Anything less than that, it's like, what's the point? (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like so disappointing, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like why did we even bother? Yeah, I need a good solid nine or ten myself. <laughs> Twelve inches is fine. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> uh, that's you know the beauty of that? It doesn't matter how old you are, that's always funny. <laughs> right? Fifteen inches? Yes. Oh, yeah, well, it does not matter how old you are. It is always funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh we am I gonna play that um you want to hear that song one more time before we uh, do the picks at 6 o'clock? The big Saturday night song? The Saturday night or fight? To, or do you want to end the show with it? Your call either way. I don't, I don't know out i I'll uh, probably end the show with it so we can go into the weekend with some yeah. momentum so and I'm excitement. Gonna, so it's like 6.30 or 6.27, whatever, right around there, we'll let you hear the uh, the latest song from uh, 3rd Infantry. And that's okay? right. You know, Lugie said something in my ear. He's right. It allows me to leave a minute earlier because I'm going to a planetarium tonight. I'm very excited. Very excited, Craig. We well, you got a new show? No, what are you staring at? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. New oh, High School's pla- got a planetarium, no, no, different yeah, high yeah. school, but no, I'm taking my kids to the planetarium. i very excited. New Yorkshire High School famously has had a planetarium you know since that? like 1960. Is that true? Something. Yeah, and I'm not going there. And bug. the only, as my recollection of being in high school all those years ago, like you only got to go in twice a year, and it was still like, like, like you know, you're inside, you're right. you know, it's fake right and it's awesome oh it's called dude the planetarium is one of my favorite freaking places yeah tremendous one, two three four wow okay that's how what? many inches you think is a uh, five. <laughs> <laughs> like i said i prefer eight or nine myself <laughs> yeah that's you know, a boy can dream though Evan, a boy can dream here's a uh, big mike in westchester mikey
6: what do you got kiddo hey what's up guys all good what's, what's up, up? Gla- glad to talk to you um yeah. You guys mean a lot to me. I just want to get that out of the way. Thank you, Craig. I'm from the town over. Evan, we're about the same age. I'm from Westchester, so anytime you make those references, I'm like, these guys are speaking to me. So nice. What? What uh, are you from? Right
1: what are you, an Eastchester guy, a Scarsdale guy? White Plains? Where are you from?
6: Uh, Eastchester, and I'm from a so and Nice, very uh, nice. I used to and be a, when you were t-
1: I used to work at the Marinix Beach and Yacht Club as. Um, I used to open up the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the whatchamacallit? The cabanas? I was a cabana boy. You were a cabana boy? Go. Yeah, I was, I'd was. i be there at 6 o'clock in the morning. I'd have to open the cabanas, bring out the, the lounge chairs, the towels, get them all ready, uh, get stoned, and wait for uh, the wealthy people to show up <laughs> to tell me what to do next.
6: <laughs> I, st- I still work there sometimes, actually. That's my go. area that I cover. So. Nice. Um, but anyway, I got, a, I got a solution for guys that don't want to get beat up in the... Uh, at Eagle, Falls. oh, I think that's no, a
1: good service to provide today. Go ahead,
6: and you're not selling your soul either. Okay, when I go when I go down there for games, I'm a Jets fan, granted, but when I go down there, I wear my Win Rocky win shirt, and you get the credit from the uh, from the Eagle fans because they're like, oh yeah, he likes Rocky, yeah, Philly. <laughs> But they also don't know that. Deep down, you're rooting for whatever team you're rooting for. So okay, I like that you, don't you play.
1: You play to their banal interest. Yes, uh, of Rocky Balboa, and who they still it. thinks a real person. And that's acceptable, by the way. That yes. is totally acceptable. It's better than wearing the jersey of a Philly or an Eagle. I mean, everybody likes Rocky, right? Yeah, everybody <laughs> likes Rocky. Who doesn't Good like job, Rocky. Mike. Thanks for checking in, buddy. Everybody likes Rocky. And that, that, by the way, he's spot on. You're not selling your soul when you do something like that. You don't even have to go there dressed head-to-toe in giant gear. But you can't go there no. dressed in a freaking Donovan McNabb jersey. Oh, you know. No. Oh, you
3: know.
1: No. Mm. Ah, you know. No. Mm. Uh, too many rules. It's not a, it's not a complicated mm. rule, dude. I, I'm not making a list of rules. I'm just saying, mm. don't put the jersey on of the team you're rooting against. Like, what's yeah. so complicated about that? You got a lot of rules over there. Here's Mark in Connecticut, and then we'll uh, take care of some business. Marky, Mark, what do you got?
4: Hey, gentlemen, how are you tonight?
1: Great, Good. thank you.
4: So, uh, what? If, what if it's an enthusiastic five inches of snow? Is that okay? right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're speaking our language, buddy. <laughs> so, so listen. Um, uh, my my hatred of the Eagles is multi generational. Um, my un—my great uncle, okay, my dad's uncle, was was uh, Mayor Frank Rizzo of Philadelphia.
1: Oh, is that right? The legendary Frank Rizzo? Yeah. <laughs>
4: so, and, uh, he, you know, he was a big guy, and um, he used to come up and visit my great-grandmother up here in, in Torrington. And um, basically, whatever he said goes. And uh, he always got what he wanted. He wanted to take the, my whole family do an Eagles game and put us up in the box and everything. And right. you know, we're out all having this big dinner at my great-grandmother's and, you know, the Italian, the big Italian dinner. And uh, so Frank thought he was, he was doing us a favor, and he, you know, gave us the you know, he said, come on, I want to bring you guys down, you know, let me know what's a good time. And my father said, Frank, thank you very much. I'm not setting foot in that effing stadium. I hate to the
1: By the way, <laughs> and Frank Rizzo was not a guy to be talked to like that either. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
4: And I, and we my dad he just passed in May and uh we, we were just laughing about that like about six months ago we were talking that's football. funny that's funny and, so,
1: uh, yeah. you uh, you know South <laughs> Palatonia wrote the uh the book uh the defining book on Frank rizzo's life and I wonder if the family uh, appreciated it or didn't like it
4: um I think people are, you know I think we we understood why some of the stuff happens but some of it's a little revisionist Got it. Um, you know, the, I would say that the racial stuff. Um, you know, his bodyguard was a was a was a big black guy named Anthony who used to come up to my grandmother's, and he was a great guy. Frank loved him, and um, you know, so I mean, as far as that goes. You know, but I mean, politicians are politicians. No doubt. uh... Especially in Philadelphia, right? (laughs) Especially in Philadelphia.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm glad you called in, and uh, thank you for sharing the story with us very much. Uh, We got to say goodbye to SNY. Uh, We got the guys' picks coming up here uh, with the spread, of course. Uh, I am a compulsive gambler, so I don't make picks with the spread. Uh, That being said, I I do think Kansas City takes care of business. I don't think Jacksonville is in their in their league. I think you're getting a Kansas City-Buffalo AFC championship game in Atlanta. Oh, oh. And I think you're getting a New York Giant-Dallas Cowboy oh my NFC championship game in Dallas. Could you imagine that? I believe that's how it's going to play I mean, out. I believe that Giants-Cowboys in the playoffs, but that was the division around. Could you yeah. imagine next week if the Giants and the Cowboys... Yeah. Of playing in an NFC championship game the, those are the teams I think win with no regard to the spread at all I want to be just very specific you want to go that. to Texas if that happens uh, well, listen whatever you want to do bud <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever. You tell me where you want to go. Oh, I'll I know go. what happened. We're yeah. on Friday towards the end. I can get whatever I want from Craig right now. Uh, you tell me where whatever you want to go. You want, go. Evan. We'll go on maybe Friday after the show. We'll uh, spend the weekend there. it be nice. This is an opportunity yeah. for me. I can ask for anything right
0: now, and you're just going to say, yes, whatever you well, want, I mean, You
1: know, it didn't make me. Yeah, the five inch thing was uh, very appealing to me.